Welcome to the Pubcast with Michelle Riley, Mike Cross, and Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall of her, let's stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Alright, we're back. How Hello. was your week? Week was entertaining. I was in Mexico at the this point last week. Or and no. Yeah, pretty how'd close that go? to it. Uh, I can't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing good. That's good. Yeah, it was it was quick, but it was nice. Did you enjoy the weather at all, or were you inside? I enjoyed the weather. Got to golf, swam in the Gulf. So oh, golf, cool. golf, and golf. I have never been to Mexico anywhere. Hmm. I would highly recommend the way we did it, which is all inclusive in a very swanky resorts. Yeah. Where you're isolated from the the everyday trappings. <laughs> the riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> of buying chiclets. Um, Were you there for work? Yeah, it was a work thing, but it was more of like a uh, a reward type trip. So it was yep. very, you know, very low key. Not too many uh, events I had to be at. No, that's good. Well, yeah, so it was fun. Yeah, so I'm here solo uh, because Allison's off on... Uh, a girls weekend a uh bachelorette party of sorts for her uh sister wow her youngest sister is getting married in the summer and uh so they are going well i guess they're there by now they're going to uh phoenix or the tucson area uh for this bachelorette party and which one is it phoenix or tucson i don't know uh <laughs> you're such a guy well That's there's okay there's Two things. They may be in both because okay. I assume Phoenix is the more happening area. I have no idea either way. But uh, um, it's a combo trip because Allison's sister also wants to stop by and see their dad who is in Tucson for the summer oh, or for, for the winter. For the winter. For the winter. Um, and that's when they lost me. I'm like, what? Uh, if it was my bachelor party or bachelorette party, uh, I would go in the opposite direction of wherever my parents were, wherever my dad was. I'm not going to see my dad during the bachelor weekend. It's crazy. Let's see. I, I might see my dad, but I certainly wouldn't want to see my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a different, it's a, I don't know, it's a different trip. It's a different mindset than like I've. It would never enter my mind to even consider that. Well, I mean, what's the mindset of a bachelor party? Even, you know, at the ripe young age of 46, when I think bachelor party, which I haven't been to one in years, mm-hmm. but I think uh, strippers and lap dances and all the usual and shots and yeah. you know, stuff I don't want my mom around. Right. Right. Well, I mean, she likes doing shots once. <laughs> she, <laughs> she does like strippers, too. I, I understand. Yeah, that. I'm sure she does. <laughs> Not the same ones I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll be in Vegas next week. Nice. Uh yeah. for work uh Monday through Wednesday. So hopefully I'll have a, a story or two to tell uh next week. That's good. Yeah. I we were in Vegas a couple weeks ago. That was, you know, there's there's always entertainment there. You yeah. can't you can't beat it. So yeah. you'll have fun. I, I, I mean we're getting old, but I still like it. Uh for a three day weekend it's it's great. Yeah, that's plenty too. 
Yeah. Oh, it's, it's way Three plain. days is like, get me the hell out of there. So I was there a um, long time ago. I was covering the World Series of Poker uh, for my magazine. And this was 15 years ago-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, really right before the World Series became a big thing. It, it was on ESPN, but no one watched it. It wasn't a known thing. I went, there, I went down there to cover it, and Polly came down uh, just because I had a free hotel room. He, he came down, yeah. and we were down there. And uh, so I was down there for roughly a week, like yeah, five days. Yeah, long, Ooh. way long. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. By the third day, the veneer has come off, and you see just how money-grubbing and sort of seedy, and it's just not – it's not a good vibe. I think nefarious is the best word. Yeah. But, you know, and it is, it's like one of those glitz glamour things. And I actually caught it quick because we were in air, we were in Phoenix and we raced up to Vegas for, we were in Vegas for like 28 hours. Wow. And by 3 a.m. on the Saturday night that we were there, I was roaming around the casino by myself like, oh my, time to go. <laughs> time to go. I actually I saw Anchorman in a movie theater in a casino in Vegas. Really? When it now first, that's interesting. When it first came out, I was there on a work trip, and uh, I got there early for some reason, and I was meeting one of our sales sales girls uh, at the time. Uh, she was coming out, and I had lost quick on the tables, and so I was just killing time until she showed up and we could get dinner or something. Uh, so I'm like, I can't spend any more money. I, I have no, I can't lose any more money on the tables. So I went half in the bag and went and saw Anchorman by myself in the theater. And I never laughed so hard in the theater oh, than that time. Just by myself, just cracking myself up, drunk watching Anchorman at, you know, I don't know, 11 o'clock on a Tuesday in Las Vegas. Yeah, you're like back in the bag. Uh, still one of my favorite movies, by the way. Yeah. By the way, uh, you know, flying has taken a step up. Uh, step down for the seat size, which is not good for the ginormous people of the world like you. Yeah. Um, but the interactive uh, screens on the back of the uh, of the headrests. Yeah. Which the last, I mean, they've been around for a little while. Not that long, though. But uh, caught them on the way to and from Mexico. They are unbelievable. You can talk to seat-to-seat conversations. Oh, really? Yeah, you can. Uh, they have a whole bevy of free movies and then mid-range movies for like four ninety nine, and then first-run yeah, yeah. movies for $7.99. Games. It's, uh, I kept myself occupied on the way down there. That, I love that stuff, but it's... It's like the rollout is like inconsistent or slow or something because you'll get on one of those flights where it's one of the first flights that has that and it's fantastic and it's new and it's working perfectly and it's great and then the flight back from wherever you go and it's non-existent. It's, it's not yeah, on there. It's, it's glitchy. Like, yeah. It's like a ten-year difference between planes. It's 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 unusual. Yeah, um, we were fortunate to have. I, I mean, it very well could have been the exact same plane. Yeah, going. You know. It's like that one plane at O'Hare that just goes back and forth from Cancun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, yeah, so it's, awesome. it makes the time burn by a little quicker. Well, speaking of movies, Oscars. Oscar time. 
Did you get a chance to catch any of it, uh, either in Mexico or after Mexico? I, uh, how did I get most of my, yeah, I was back. So it was on, I got back late, yeah. not late, but you know, seven o'clock on Sunday. Late enough. We kind of dug through some of it and th there were a couple of things that really stood out to me. Like number one, Mad Max, uh, right. Just winning. She's just hauling in award after award after award. Did you see Mad Max? No, you know what? It's not my kind of thing. I so. saw it, and, and? I, I wasn't excited going in, and I wasn't excited coming out of it. But there's no question that the makeup and the yeah, that was all good. Special effects—that's all good stuff. But it's I'm not just sure not... it was above any of the other effects movies, though. I mean, was it better than Star Wars with that stuff? I don't know. I mean, whatever. I often, I you know, I question my my own mentality when I think about. Um, those types of movies like you know the uh science fiction or you yeah. know st anything from star wars to the mad max transformers to <laughs> even the the superhero stuff like the yeah. you know marvel series all that batman and yeah. superman i have zero interest in any of those movies i find myself wanting to see like comedy yeah drama or like you know a good story that's yep. real that doesn't involve fake people or aliens or you know uh, I, I do kind of get into that although not super into it but then what like i'll i'll certainly dip my toe in or take that first step into that, that marvel stuff but then it's it's turned up because i have two boys yeah, yeah, so you get that. you're dealing with that. I, 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 I easily will get. Uh, well, it uh, surrounds you more into it. Yeah, yeah, it surrounds you. But you know, I often kind of look at myself and I'm like, is it bad that I don't? <laughs> shouldn't I? Shouldn't I like that kind of stuff? Well, I, you know, I don't know. It's not. It's not great. But what I do try to do, because of my background, I try to see the story in there. I try to see how the the character development. I try to see oh. You know, if you strip away all the stupid costumes and everything, there is kind of a story in there, and those characters oh. could be interesting, even though it's really superficial. But sure, um, I'm like, yeah, there might be something there. Well, they've so, got to do something to keep the moms entertained. Right? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times there's not anything there, but sometimes there is. Yeah. So uh, what? So, what about what were your takes from the uh, from the evening's festivities? I mean, Chris Rock was on a roll. I thought he was good. Rock and roll. I thought. I mean, we've all heard uh, the good and the bad since then, but I thought it could have gone horribly wrong. I think he walked a fine line that was pretty, pretty good. I think he did a good job. Um, a lot of the uh, uh, Oscars so white or the, the, the lack of diversity in the uh, uh, nominees, um, I think they hit it, you know, five times and they probably could have hit it three times maybe. Um, in the broadcast, but uh, as far as the tone, I think it was good. It, it was yeah, solid. I think uh, one of the highlights of the night was uh, was definitely Sasha Baron Cohen, who's one of my yeah. absolute yeah. favorites. And what I found out a couple of days later that was even better was that the Academy, the uh, what's it, the Motion Picture Academy, mm -hmm. whatever their group is, mm -hmm. um, had told him explicitly that he was not allowed to come as Borat. Of course. And, of course, his wife, Isla Fisher, sneaks the costume in, you know, and what, I mean, it's not much of a costume. It's like a fake goatee. Right. 
wrap over his head, you know, some gloves, um, snuck it into the men's room and, and he went in right before he was going out and, and, uh, and killed. I mean, his line did about, they, did they say he couldn't come as Borat or he couldn't come as Ali G? Or I'm sorry. Did I, did I say Borat? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Ali G. Yeah. Good. They said he couldn't come in character. Right. Right. <laughs> but so of course, any character that he's going to bring is going to be one that's the most relevant right now. And it, it is Ali G because sure. isn't he coming out with another movie? Well, I think he did that on purpose because of the, 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 well, and the uh, whole black Oscars too white, you know, yeah, black Oscars lives matter, so all the, that, that tone. <laughs> I, I liked uh, his line about the, uh, the short yellow guys with the tiny dongs not getting <laughs> not getting any nominations, the minions. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know what it is about Sasha Baron Cohen, but I've always been a ginormous fan of his. He's uh he's somebody who um he pushes every freaking line. And not all oh, of yeah. it works, and there's no question that some of it is sophomoric, or most of it is. Um but no. you know when he gets into the OEG interviews, it's. I mean, there's some pretty impressive stuff going on. He knows where the the comfort line is, and he wants to step right. Oh, over it. yeah, it's get awesome. a full foot over that. It's line. great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I saw Mad, Mad Max. Um, I can't believe it was up for Best Picture. Uh, the the technical awards, fine. Who cares? Yeah. Um. I didn't see a lot of these other ones. I saw, I saw The Martian. Uh, it was fine. Uh, I mean, you knew it would it would be up for Best Picture and Damon would be uh, uh, up for Best Actor. But see, I didn't know that. I mean, I thought Damon might be up, but the movie itself it was good. But oh it no, was I, I don't it was think very play, I don't think it deserved it. But it was yeah. it was tailor made for an Oscar nomination. I think. I think for him it was. I'm yeah. I was kind of surprised yeah. that it you know up as a movie. I don't think so. I mean, there are movies that I'm struggling with because I really want to see, and I so I can't give a lot of uh, yeah, lot of some like Spotlight and yep. The Revenant. Yeah, uh, it's just that that world we live in where we have kids, so movies oh, are. Yeah. I saw, movies are a luxury. I saw The Big Short. I good. really want to see that too, and I heard that was fantastic. Um, let's see. No Revenant, no Danish girl, uh, room. I don't want to see. Ugh, yeah. Uh, it's too, it's too intense. Too dark. Yeah. Too dark for me. Bridge of Spies. I saw. I like that. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I mean, it, it, you know, like it gets every year we get to this point where it's Academy Awards time and I'm like, I haven't I seen any of these movies, <laughs> you know? So I, I, you know, the little that I watch the Academy Awards is more to find, Either a the comedy, the interesting story, the the flash in the pan moment like Sasha Baron Cohen had, um, or to see something like what Leo DiCaprio did at the end, you know, when he won and he he came out and he gave a so you know, gave a soliloquy that I thought was pretty good. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I was impressed. To back up, I have a website for you and the audience. Uh, if you want to see any or all of these new movies, um. And yeah, there's TV shows on there too as well. I'm not sure if it's still updating. Except there's nothing on there for 2016, but uh, it it had all the the new movies like before they were in theaters or when they're in theaters still. Interesting. Uh, it's called Rainierland, 
Rainierland.com. Uh, like Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier, yeah. Um, and it's they're all like high def or fairly high def. Uh, it's not like some knucklehead shooting a, a video camera in yeah, the, the theater, old school. Like the old yeah. school bootlegs. No, no, it's like it's like the real deal. Um, and uh, so you, you can see all these online for free and as as quick or slow as you want. So that's a good one. And um, do you have do you have to pay for these? No, no, no. It's wow. It's yeah. It's not entirely. Uh, it can't be entirely sanctioned. Free. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just yeah it's got to be. That's why uh, I'm thinking it, there's no updates in the past. You know, two months maybe it's it's uh, somebody shot them down. Yeah, it's on its way down, but whatever. Interesting. Um, yeah, there are some movies on here. Hateful Eight's on there. Yep. I, yep. And I'm dying to see that. Uh, all the good ones that came out in the fall and winter are on there, and like I mean, Star Wars is on there. Uh, Hateful yeah. Dead, Deadpool. Deadpool. I know it's straight out of Compton, which I'd like to see. Deadpool's on there. Yeah, Deadpool. Oh. Not not for me, but no. I but mean, that's a new one, though. Oh, that is new. Yeah. There you go. Daddy's home. It lives. So I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pop into this and see. Uh. So. The other thing was that Spotlight won for Best Picture. I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Uh, but it was it was the surprise of the show. Uh, you know, it was a surprise. I guess I don't. I don't put as much of a surprise factor on it based on who the Academy right. of uh, you know Motion Pictures folks are. Um, I don't doubt for a second that it's a great movie. Uh, it's Certainly got a little a, bit of that uh, all the president's men, you know, vibe, vibe kind of so. to it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I do want to see it, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's you know there's a lot to be said for for that whole era of the Catholic Church. So oh, there's yeah. you know let's just hope it's over. Well, <laughs> or coming to an end. I think we can safely say that it's not over, but uh, yeah, who knows? Uh-huh. Uh, so continuing on movies. Now's the fun part. Uh, the Razzie Awards. The Razzies. This Mama. is this is always good. So, to no surprise, and I've I've seen. Well, tied for the worst picture were uh, I think they tied um, was uh, Fantastic Four, and Fifty Shades of Grey. I've seen Fantastic Four again. The kids. Uh, it's horrifically bad it's terrible uh my wife saw 50 shades of gray i've seen i don't know 10 minutes of it here and there it looks like shit i can't believe that movie i can't believe that book for one but the the movie is is utter dog shit i mean i can believe that i can believe the book and yeah no i can believe the book i can't believe the book was that big of a hit though like no, I, I mean, like, I think don't those come out like every every summer? Women are looking for a porn outlet. I guess so. You know, I mean, and they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna watch porn. They're afraid we're gonna find it on the browser history, so they don't do it. They don't know how to delete <laughs> that shit. But, and I think it's, I think it spoke to an inner part of many women out there who yeah. are, you know, they have they have take charge lives, and you know, looking for something on the other side that that kind of gets them to release from that bond of being you know 
the decision maker. Yeah, that movie was bad. The uh, oh, I'm sure it was terrible. I I couldn't bring myself to to watch it. I don't know who I would cast, but it wouldn't have been those two. Uh, it was terrible. So worst actor as part of the uh, Razzies was Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades. Uh, worst actress Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades. Worst director Great sweep. Yeah, worst director uh, Josh Trank and Alan Smithy of Fantastic Four. Shocking. Worst screenplay, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, my God. The other... Worst supporting actor, <clears throat> Eddie Redmayne for Jupiter Ascending. Is that? No. That's the actor from The Danish Girl. But okay. Yeah, yeah. Jupiter Ascending. So he was he was nominated for an Oscar for one of his movies, yeah. and he won a Razzie for the other. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Talk about both ends, right? Jupiter Ascending was a like a sci-fi movie, and it had uh, Mila Kunis. Hmm. It had him. It had uh, Channing Tatum. So it um, had a, a pretty solid cast. I saw half of it, and it was bad. I, I turned it off. So I, I couldn't handle it. Worst Supporting Actress, Kaylee Cuoco Sweeting for Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Voice road ship as a voice actor. Scene. Yeah. Wow. How do you get a worse supporting actress for a voice act? Well, and the wedding That's ring. Rough. The wedding oh, ring. Oh, oh, it's a double. So down. she had a twofer. Yeah. So those two performances combined, she got worse supporting actress. She has. She got kicked over the edge by the double down. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I guess like like it's the Razzies. They can make up the rules as they go oh, along, yeah. right? Worst, yeah. worst, re- worst remake slash ripoff, Fantastic Four. Worst screen combo, <laughs> Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson. Now that see that I don't know. <clears throat> I I think they're I think they were just piling on yeah, there. Of course, because everyone was like, look, if nothing else, the sex scenes in the movie were at least mildly entertaining, and they're two yeah, well, good looking people, right? The these two movies tied for the worst movie of the year and then they just said all right so every actor in them is going to get an award for the other yeah you gotta, we gotta yeah we gotta throw them down the flight of stairs as well so here's the kicker and i don't i this must be new this year i'm, I'm gonna play dumb and say that i don't know about it because i don't know about it um the razzie redeemer award yeah, I've I I noticed that one that too. I've never heard of that either. So I think what it is is someone who is associated with a former winner of the Razzies, like a, a Best Picture winner, and has redeemed themselves with a comeback in a in a good a good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> so this year's Raz- Razzie Redeemer Award was Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Yeah, and. Uh... It's uh, they've only done this award since 2014. So oh, so he's the second winner. Third, because they're, it's the 2016 Razzies. Oh yeah, well they're they have him with the uh, 2015 award. Oh, they have him with the 2015. Okay, so All it's, right. it's my bad. It's the awards given in 16, but it's for the it's year for 15. 15. Okay, so winner last year in 2014. Um. He uh, winner for uh, Razzie Act Best or Worst Actor Award Ben Affleck for Gili. What uh, for Gili? Remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, he got a Razzie for that. 
back in the day. Oh, okay. And then and he came the, back. Re- the redemption part was Argo and Gone Girl. Ah. And, and I will say this, and I've always said that there you go. Ben Affleck can't act his way out of a wet paper bag, but Gone Girl was very good, uh, and Argo was very good. Both he's, very good movies. He's not a great actor, but he's a good director. He's a good director, and he's an unbelievably good writer when he gets going. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yep. I just don't. Th- I, I think his his uh, his little brother is is really the star of that show, Casey yeah. Affleck, who's Definitely. unbelievably good. So yeah, so Sylvester Stallone, he was he was going from and to, he was the all time Razzie champ, right? And moving on to uh, um, Creed for his Redeemer. So he had a lot of bad ones, man. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, uh, Stop or my mom will shoot. I remember that one. <laughs> From the I, yeah. 80s. <laughs> I just, I mean, he's. I Judge Dredd. Talk, talk about a pigeonholed actor. I mean, he yeah. can only play the big dumb fucking galoop. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just his lot in life, right? And I didn't see Creed because I, I think after the first Rocky, it kind of went downhill. Yeah. No. Uh, three three did a little bit of a dead cat bounce because you had Mr. T in there kicking ass, but other than that, I watched, not worth watching. I watched three last night, or at least part of it. And two was pretty good. I mean, two, but two was kind of formulaic. Yeah, three at least is when it started to get mixed. You up. can't beat Creed. I mean, Creed. You can't beat Clubber Lang. Clubber T no, is the man cannot. in that movie. That is fantastic. Yeah, he carries that entire movie. So, and in the movie, he's from Chicago. Yes. Well, in real life, he's from Chicago. I know, but uh, Clever Lang doing his uh, his pull-ups on the beam in his basement. In yeah, dripping sweat. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, <laughs> high-quality writing there. I love it. Yeah, good stuff. The other thing that I saw this week that I, I had to mention, just because it's crazy, uh, was this uh, list of the most searched terms in the United States uh, for porn. And it came from the website Pornhub. Uh, so each state... I've never heard of that. No, I've never heard of it either. <laughs> I thought I was going to mispronounce uh, it. Or, you know. Pornhub? Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing about this map? Or I'll, I'll let you kind of do no, your lead on it. But the, what's amazing about it is, is that our entire country loves, first of all, loves lesbians. I right? know. Um, but there's like a really good subset of people who like the step family, yeah. right? Stepsisters, stepmom. Uh, and then there's like these three throwaways where cartoon. So they're into the anime porn, right? See, that is what caught my eye as disturbing. And well, and I would have really <laughs> thought it would have been Hawaii that would have been locked down on that cartoon porn. Without, you know, if you had to throw that out there and said which state, I would say yeah. white because they carry the most Asian population, right? Or, the, you know, somewhere on the West Coast or Hawaii. And, but they, their term that they, that they were, the, was the most popular in Hawaii was Asian. Asian, right. So right. there you go. So really it was like, uh, you know, that problem when you go to Hawaii and you go into a store and you're like, and you want Hawaiian bread, do you just ask for bread, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> So yeah, exactly, uh, shockingly, only one MILF state that was very disappointing, and it's Little Rhodey. I mean, uh, Rhode Island coming in with the MILFs. Well, so this map to me is surprising. It's it really is. I 
lesbian almost everywhere. It's and dominant. Yeah, the it's dominant. stepmom, stepsister, uh, that's in surprisingly too many places. Um, <laughs> but none of the <laughs> none of the classics are represented. I don't think. Uh, facials. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say, uh, anal. Yeah. Or yeah. Big tits or, um, uh, I don't know, threesome or like whatever. It is. Like, there's no diversity in in this map. I, I'm I'm surprised that it's so limited. I mean, the the diversity is Louisiana with black. I love I love that one. And and uh... well, yeah, there. There's black, which is apparently different than ebony. Than ebony, right, right. And uh, you know what's what's interesting about that? The ebony and the black, and just the belt that that's in, yeah. you know? It's, uh, so, what do we got there? We got Georgia, Georgia Missis- Mississippi, Mississippi, and New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, typically... You feel like that's the segregated world. Maybe it is. Maybe it's that taboo thing. Maybe it's, you know, to them, their stepsister is normal. But, you know, <laughs> finding a black chick, banging a black chick is definitely not definitely not on their radar. No, no, no. So I, and my take on it. Yeah. So uh, Illinois is is one of the many representing lesbian. We're so boring. I know. I know. You know, I mean, we need to somebody. We need to get people livening this up a little bit. Yeah, the, I'm shocked that there's not one state that has gay or so. You know, yeah, something well, like really out of the ordinary. Not that that's really out of the ordinary, but like something that is sh- strikingly different than this map, yeah. which to me really represents not much. Right. I mean, everything's a short leap to the next. I right. It, I mean, you got stepmom and. Uh, in Nebraska, and you got stepsister in Minnesota. You push those two together, and you got some lesbian action. Yeah, well, you know, um, I think the only only outlier are the three states where "cartoon" was the number one searched term. That's yeah. I mean, if you're if you're looking at the uh, the contiguous U.S., that's the number one search term. How do you? How, how does that happen? I mean, what do you? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to imagine myself going to Pornhub or YouPorn or wherever and going up there and being like, you know what I'm really thinking about right now is cartoon porn. Yeah, I mean, fine, look at it, but it can't be your number one go-to. That's, right, that's yeah. I mean, unbelievable. It, and that many people, it's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I see what's going on in Tennessee. <laughs> what do we got covered there? Tennessee, Alabama, and then is that Vermont up there or is that well, I was getting, it's New Tennessee, Hampshire? Tennessee, Arkansas or Arkansas, not Alabama. And then, yeah, is that New Hampshire? Is that Vermont or New Hampshire? I always get those two confused because they're the same thing flipped upside down and one turned over. Yeah, and they're the same people. So, (laughs) but you would think they'd have different, they'd have the same choices then. Or they're obviously one like stepmom. I know one stepmom and one's cartoon. Good God. Yeah, well, it's an interesting country. Yeah, the Northeast is the the far Northeast is fucked up. (laughs) Cartoon stepmom and stepsister. Yeah, little roadie, you know, bringing it back home with the milfs. Yeah, I like that. I they're, like that. Showing uh, their showing their style. Exactly. You know, and there's only one. It's amazing. And that's it. Yeah, the <laughs> the sliver of a state. It's small. I think it's smaller than Chicago. I love it. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. All right. We're on. Let's uh, move on. I want to 
briefly touch on vinyl because um, I so I realized this last last week. I, my impression of vinyl was wrong, and basically what I thought it was was sort of a fictionalized version of uh, actual events and actual people. So I didn't think they would actually show that, that they would use the real names and real likenesses. They'd make someone who looked kind of like uh, Mick Jagger, but they wouldn't use his name. It would be like uh, some other, you know, some name, but you kind of knew who it was. Nick Hager. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Or uh, uh, who's the uh, Andy Warhol? Yeah, he was in one of the episodes. I'm he's, like, oh, they're, they're gonna have a guy with white hair and glasses, and but he's gonna be like Randy something. It's not gonna yeah. be the guy. So it's gonna be like sort of uh, likenesses are similar, but not the same guy. No, I was completely wrong. They are using the real names and they are re- referring to the real people. And I don't know what I was thinking. So I'm way off on all that. No, I mean, and you know, when we initially talked about it, I was uh, I was concerned that you were pulling back right out the gate, but I knew it would reel you back in. Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm 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 definitely in. So that that first one, the first episode was slow. The second one got crazy quick. Very. And, uh, I'm halfway through the third. I got to finish the third one up yet. The third, you know, the third is when we start settling in a little bit, yeah. and you're you'll find like the hyper pace of the second out that like the, it moved kind of methodically in the first, then it really paced out in the second. And then it kind of, you're going to start, you'll, you'll feel a rhythm by the end of this episode and you'll be like, all right, I'm looking forward to next week. Not that I wasn't without it, but, yeah. um, um, it starts to get into the, the layers that you would expect from Scorsese. And, uh, and it really yeah. starts to, you start to feel the, you can feel the intensity for the characters in the show. Oh yeah, and uh, that's when you start buying it. It's uh, it's definitely a keeper, and I, I'm still really disappointed. I mean, Dice makes a, I know, a revisit. Only it's just as you know his corpse. Somehow, um, somehow that's going to be like a, a dream sequence, and he'll come back. I'm, I'm sure. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that <laughs> oh yeah. Although I am liking the uh, increased role of Olivia Wilde, that's always good. Yes, yes, and she's uh, continues to do well. I mean, it's uh, her character's very impressive. I do like the guy too, uh, the guy who plays Lester Grimes, the uh, the the jazz guy, the 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 blues uh, guitarist singer who lost his voice or whatever. Um, I like that sort of storyline. It's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, he's – and I don't know a lot about him. His name's Otto. Yeah, I know. I've never uh, seen him before. I have not either. You know, he's obviously – or not obviously, but um, he was actually a student at Cornell who was studying chemical engineering. Too, uh, he's too smart to be an actor. Exactly. And his first role was in Garden State, which was a great movie. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I liked it. Uh, you know, very indie film that got, uh, and I can't remember his name, got him tons of accolades. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was in Django, 
but he was probably in Django, you know, in a long line of folks who were. Oh, so speaking of, um, I'll go off on a Tarantino uh, tangent. Yeah. Um, I just heard it today, and I don't, I don't know why I never noticed it. The Hateful Eight is, I believe, uh, Tarantino's longest film title, the longest name of a film he's worked on. Everything else up until now has had two words. Two words. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Django Unchained, uh, uh-huh. Jackie Brown, every like everything uh, in Glorious Bastards. Everything has been two words. Hmm. I've never even thought to think about that, it. but yeah, that's. Uh, I love it's I, interesting. Tarantino's got a whole interesting mythology that. Uh, I want to get into on one of these deals, but that's a, that's, we, that's a five that's, hour podcast. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Five, five episodes, four episodes. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. And, and, you know, people go back and forth on Tarantino and, and I've really never wavered. I've always liked his work. I understand that it's chaotic. I understand that it's, Oh yeah. Some, some of it doesn't tie together well, or some of it's, you know, a little bit out there, but, uh, it's always engaging. There's no question about that. It's interesting and it's stylized, and uh, he yes. pulls he pulls from a lot of a lot of previous work that he's seen from other people, and he and it's he they're obvious homages, but uh, you know some people think he's stealing, some people think he's unoriginal in certain things, and fine, whatever. But uh, uh, I'm I'm a fan regardless. I, yeah, I always will be. Uh... Can do no wrong. Plus, my dad loves them, so oh, good. Know, something for us to bond on. I don't think my dad would be a fan. I'm sure he's not. There's no way. All I right. Remember? Yeah. Go on. Well, I was gonna move on to the game. Let's move on to the game. Game. Okay. Um, inspired by the Oscars and Leo's win for uh, best actor. Well, Leo. We're gonna have a Leo themed. Celebrity net worth game. I've got my paper out. I'm, paper I'm <laughs> I've got, You know what? It's the same paper from last week. Nice. So I'm just, you know, I'm just going to bend it over here. And uh, Leo, uh, I will say, Leo's, Leo's boat, his stabbing cabin <laughs> that he runs, uh, pretty impressive piece of machinery. So Yeah. But I think he only rents that. I don't think he actually owns it. Oh, he's smart then. Good. Yeah. I think he yeah, I think he does well with his money. So we're gonna find out, right? I think he does well in a lot of areas. Uh yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, it was a good night for him Sunday. Oh my god. All right. Uh so Leo, what we're gonna do here is um like last time we had five uh people to guess and we'll continue with that theme. Uh, five people, and they have worked with Leo in previous movies. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Are we doing Leo too? Yeah, he's the fifth. He's, he's, he's the fifth. He's okay, the, all right. He's um, the big so one I'm breaking. End. I'm breaking ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, first one is Tom Hardy, who was in The Revenant with Leo, yep. and also in Inception with Leo. Yes. So we have to guess Tom Hardy. Hmm. He has done actually a lot, but he's young. Yeah, he's that's what I was gonna say. He's he did get his hands on some, you know, Batman money 
Um, he was Bane in uh, one of the uh, the Batman. Yeah, that's right. He was Christian Bale ones. Uh, so he may have gotten a good payday there. He's done a lot of small things, a lot of indie things. I don't know how big it's going to be. How much money did he make? Hmm. I I got a number. Without looking, how how old is he? What is he? Twenty. I can I can twenty nine. Without looking at um, Tom Hardy wiki. Let's see, Tom Hardy, London Road. Uh, he's a little bit older than you think. Yeah, I was, so, was going to put him just around thirty, but. Well, thirty. Let's see. Let's get our calculators out. Oh, I've got it. He is thirty-eight. Yeah, nineteen seventy-seven. Wow, he's older than I thought. Um, okay. Damn. Does that change your take on this? Uh, not really. Did you ever see? Uh, oh, what was what was the movie he did with? He had the uh, old school handlebar mustache. Uh, his breakout role when he was young. Uh, he was a like a serial killer. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, was that that no, one? No, no, no. He did the warrior. It was early on. Oh my god. Nico filmography. This is wonderful podcasting. Black Hawk Down, no. Star Trek: The Reckoning. Earlier, earlier. Well, Black Hawk Down was his first movie. Oh, really? So he started late. Bronson. So- Bronson. Bronson. That's a that you should watch that. That wasn't that long ago. That was no, like that I, was just I thought it was. He <laughs> That's a crazy movie. You should watch I that. I didn't see this movie. I've never even heard of it. So. I'm not going to go as far to say it's it's a good movie, but it's It's worth watching. It's way out there. He's an animal and it's it's out of control. I'm putting this one on the must-see list. <laughs> um Right. Jaw tracking the dropping. All right, what's your number? Mm, all these things. He's been working since 2001, Black Hawk Downs. He's got a bunch of movies. A lot of them are small. A couple big ones here and there. I'm going to put him down at... All right, I got it. Ready? Ready. I think I may have overdone this. I say thirty million. I said eight. Damn. I think you're. I think you're way closer. You might. I might be under, but I think I'm closer. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy, hit the uh, the button here. Let's hope he doesn't have family money. Uh, all right. Uh, Tom Hardy net worth fifteen million dollars. So we're. I'm closer. You're closer. But I'm not that close. I'm like, I'm at half. Well, you're seven million I'm at away. Half, you're, I'm at half, you're at double. Yeah. Right. So we both, we neither of us are close. I'm 15 we, million we, away and you're seven million away. So We've got to get our get on our game with this. I know. I, this is harder than people, you know, anyone, of all the three people who are listening, you think this shit is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on the show and prove it, assholes. Yeah. Yeah, step your game up. All right. The next one is Joseph Gordon Levitt. Ooh. He was with Leo in Inception. Yes. He he was also actually in that same 
goddamn Batman with uh, Hardy. What the hell? Was he? Yeah. Huh. Uh, he's done a lot of acting. He did, did a lot of TV work. He was on Third Rock from the Sun with Long. Yes, Day. yeah, yeah. He was good on that show, too. He was the kid, right? Yep. Yeah. He's not a kid anymore, either. He's 35. No, everyone, everyone is a kid to us these days. That's true. Oh, my God. He was in Beethoven back in the day. That was a... Uh... Yeah, he was a child actor. Right? Hey, yeah. He, well, he was a child actor. He was on on that uh, Third Rock from the Sun for a long time. Yeah. Inception. Uh, G.I. Joe. He did two of those. I don't... I mean, those are big movies, but I don't think there's any money in those. Third Rock. I bet he makes money from Third Rock. He's That show was 131 episodes, which puts them into decent um, uh, syndication money. Yeah. And that was right around the time toward the end when syndication money was big. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure it is I, anymore, but... I don't know if it is anymore either, but that was like the... Um, that was the, the end of the Seinfeld era. Yeah, exactly. Things started kicking, right? Um, okay. Inception, I think, Looper. Hmm. You come up with a number on this. All right. Okay. All right. A lot of TV. A lot I think... of movies in the last couple of years for him. Yeah, he's good. I uh, I didn't think I would like him after that uh, third rock from the sun, but he turned into a good. A good actor, I like him. Well, you know what's interesting is is he's playing Edward Snowden in the, in the Snowden movie. Oh, cool! It's in post production now, so it's not not out. So, but he, he could be interesting. Could be good. Yeah. All right. All right. I've got a number. Going with the cool, clean twenty million. Oh, I went the other way. I've got him at ten. Hmm. I'm thinking that that third rock from the sun. I know, because I was I was scared off by Tom Hardy being so low, so I'm I'm going low now. I'm going ten, and you're going thirty. No, twenty. Twenty, 20 and oh, twenty and ten. All right. It's gonna be fifteen. Jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Damn it. Thirty-five million. God bless America. Good for that kid. He's not a kid. God. So Hardy was 15, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is 35. Wow, 35. So that syndication money paid off. Because that's, I guarantee you the bulk of that money is from that. Yeah, it has to be, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at the difference between him and Tom Hardy, who are close in age. Right. What's the one glaring difference? Tom Hardy was never on a fucking massively popular syndicated TV show. I know. That's amazing. That's a huge difference, though. Eight, no, fifteen to thirty-five. It's twenty million. Twenty million dollars. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's all from third. No, round, but, but he's he's younger. He's been in similar, I'd say, similar size movies, a similar amount. Sure. And then, uh, oh man, all right. I do not know how to play this game. All right, well, <laughs> we'll get all right. we'll get there. Next up, DiCaprio. Uh, starred against uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in oh. 
Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Daniel Day-Lewis as Bill the Butcher. Oh, my God. I, he's going to drink my milkshake on this Oh, one. my God. <laughs> he's got to be. Um, drink that fucking milkshake. Oh, you damn. have a straw, and I have a straw. Uh, quite possibly our finest actor on the planet. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I don't either. I don't really think. No. I don't. I mean, there are a few legends that are still around, like De Niro. But I mean, like guys who are still like hitting it, yeah, like hard. And he is it. I, yeah, I can't think of anyone who's even remotely close. Lincoln, there will be blood. Gangs of New York, uh, the boxer, uh, the Crucible. In the name of the Father. Oh, Dude, that's great. a great movie to watch this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my oh, left foot. Oh my god. Hard time to shine. He doesn't have the number of movies, though. No, but every single movie that he does is a fucking massively important movie. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, mm. he, uh, Gandhi, The Bounty. He's done some TV. Has he? Apparently. Uh, Last of the Mohicans, much, Age of the Innocence, Name of the Father. Crucible, Boxer, Kings, New York. You know, I the thing that throws me off on this, and I don't want to tip my hand too much, is um, is all this TV? All this has got to be from it's it's from all Great nothing. Britain. Yeah, let's it. Yeah. Um, I I'm starting to get that the Scorsese vibe out of this. Oh. Remember how shocked we were yeah. last week at Scorsese's number? Yeah. I think, yeah, shit. I think a lot of these are going to be low for him. I think the only payday, the only two paydays really are Lincoln. Gangs of New York. I don't think so. That was so expensive. Yeah, but he was one of the reasons it was expensive. I know. There will be blood. That's the thing. Those two. I think there will there will be blood, and Lincoln are the money makers. Hmm. Shit. He's been acting since 1971. Yeah, he's been around forever. He's not a young guy. No, but, but it's a, it's there's so few movies in there. All right, Jesus. He. That's because he just picks his. Movie. I know. That's it. So. And that's the other thing. He just picks and chooses the ones he wants. But is he also picking and choosing paydays? Like, is he turning down stuff because the money's not there as well? So that so that we we see his last ten, five movies. Um, we know three of them. But are all of them good paychecks? I don't know. I think they are. And Maybe. I think... Part of the reason for that is, is when you look at his filmography, not only are there very few films, but since in the last 10 years, he's made three movies. In the Name of the Father was 1993. Since yeah. then, three, four, five, six, seven movies. Since 93, seven movies. And three in the last 10 years, and he hasn't made one in four. Nope. So... Lincoln was four years ago. Holy hell. Yeah, that was four years ago. So he's like, he's one of those guys who just chooses to do what he wants to do. But he's such a chameleon. I mean, the guy is like, I don't know. He's epic. 
He's 58 years old, but he yeah. certainly doesn't he doesn't appear to be. Um I don't know. Uh I'm gonna net, drop him. I'm gonna worth, drop a number net, out. We gotta think about this. Net worth. It's not just income. No, no, I know it's not worth. I mean it's it's not just paychecks, it's net worth. He lives in Scotland. I don't know what that means, but all right, I'm gonna throw a number down, and I don't—I have no faith in what I'm writing down right now. I don't either, but I've already got it written down. All right, my number, should you choose to accept it, is fifty million. And I have sixty. God damn. So we're—that's good. I like it when we're closer. I prefer when we're there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, we're. This is terrible. All right, Daniel Day Lewis. I have a straw, and you have a straw. He, oh my God. Are we way, way, way off? We, uh, we need a bonus for someone who nails it. One of us has nailed it. Exactly. And it's you. And it's me. $50 million. He's Damn. worth $50 million. You know what? I started to, I didn't start scribbling it, but I had it down. I was putting the pen down. I'm like, I think it's 50. And I'm like, uh I gotta add some more rules. If if you if you get it on the head, you need like a bonus. There's gotta be somebody owes somebody a twelve pack. <laughs> That's right. All right, uh, number four, Kate Winslet. Ooh, she worked Kate. with DiCaprio on Titanic. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. She's done a lot of stuff too. Oh yeah, she's been around. Good looking gal. She's only 40. Man, she has been divorced a couple of times, huh? <laughs> She's on husband number three right now. So that w- might add to her net worth. Or take or, away. Or take away. I'm trying mm. to. Let's see who she was married to Jim Threepleton? Sam, Sam Mendez. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Threepleton's a director. Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes is older than I thought he was. American Beauty, one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Um, Titanic. She didn't get paid shit for that. Um, yeah. I wonder if either one of them had. Uh... Had points on that or something. No fucking way. They probably got paid shit, but then had something on the back end if it... I don't know, man. Maybe not. They were too young probably, right? She's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's... My guess is they got nothing for that. Steve Jobs, Insurgent, the Divergent series. Uh... Bunch of crap. Contagion. Mm. Mildred Pierce. Revolutionary Road. The Reader. Flushed Away. Little Children. All the King's Men. Good movie. Extras. Uh, Finding Neverland. Ah, there's not. There's not a lot of big movies here at all. You ever see Finding Neverland? Um. No. That was uh, Johnny Depp, right? Yeah, I believe so. No, I didn't see that. 
I think this is going to be a smaller number than yeah. I'm initially totally. going with. She's got a ton of, a lot of activity, but I don't see a lot of home runs. All right. That's interesting. Hmm. All right, I got a number. All right, what is it? 38 million. 38. I feel like I'm high. I'm going, I got 20. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be closer to, closer to that than 38, but. All right, Kate Winslet's. How I'm much thinking, are you worth? I'm thinking she got paid for that Steve Jobs movie. Yep. Oh. Uh, Kate Winslet, her net worth is $45 million. Wow. Wow. All right. You, that was close. Not bad. Hmm. I've been pretty good on the last couple here. You've already won. You've got three. Three out of five. And the fifth one is yet to be played. And the big Leo. All this right. Is gonna, this is the troublesome Leo one. DiCaprio. Ay, ay, ay. Um, did you see the all the rage this week was that fake article about him moving to Woodstock? <laughs> no, I didn't see Look, that. Check that out. Just go, go to the Goog and search Leo DiCaprio, Woodstock, Illinois, and you can see all the clowning around about it was it in the onion what what is it it wasn't no it was in this this kind of pseudo paper that plants these things every once in a while with different celebrities and then those towns freak out you know everybody's losing their shit trying to figure out where he's moving because you know woodstock's just a nice quiet town and he oh wants to live sure he's coming off the yacht yeah 13 naked women trailing behind him Sorry, fans. Leo DiCaprio is not moving to Woodstock. No, he is not. <laughs> who, who the hell would believe that? I, well, you know, I think people from up that way do believe it because, you know, you got the Jenny McCarthy and uh, what's his name? Who's she married to? Mm. Um, I say hello to your mother for me, his brother. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter. Uh, Donnie, I think married to Donnie, right? Yeah. And they moved to St. Charles. So it's plausible, but, you know, Leo's not Donnie Wahlberg. No, he is not. So, and I will say this, up until probably Titanic, even beyond, Man in the Iron Mask, The Beach, Don's Plum, the first time I saw Leo in a movie where I was like, okay, he can act was Catch Me If You Can, which was in 2002. Oh, yeah, well. He had already racked up like 15 movies at that point. You didn't like him in Growing Pains? <laughs> I'm just looking at the films, but... <laughs> well, uh, who's eating Gilbert Grape? Didn't he get like a nomination for that one? I forget. I don't know. Nah, no nomination, just... Uh, he was a kind of a really a baby at that point he was young yeah. young yeah. right of course and even the basketball diaries but then when he started rolling into roles where oh, like yeah. he had he had a tricky like gap where trying to move into adulthood like uh basketball or basketball diaries he was gonna like romeo and juliet yeah. um, titanic the man in the iron mask the beach celebrity those were all really shitty performances by him 
Yeah. Like bad. I mean, and everyone will be like, oh my God, Titanic was the greatest movie ever. Oh. He was brutal in that movie. Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, Man on the Iron Mask, Celebrity, The Beach, Catch Me If You Can. Here, here's where it's just here's where the here's where the run starts. Catch, Catch me, if, me you can. if you can. Gangs of New York, The Aviator. There's a that's a triple whammy right there. The Departed, Assassination of Richard Nixon, Departed, Blood Diamond, Eleventh Hour, Gardner of Eden. Mm, oh, that's a yeah. producer. Producer. Body of Lies, Revolutionary Road, Orphan, producer. He's got a lot of producer credits. Yeah, you know, he's done well. He's smart. Shutter Island. Shutter Island is actually pretty good. Yeah. Inception. Jay Edgar. Django. Oh, Great Gatsby. Wolf of Wall Street. The Revenant. Jesus, this guy. He's a fucking machine now. He really is a machine. Oh, yeah. He, I uh, mean, the, the Wolf of Wolf, Wall Street was... Yeah. Quite possibly one of the five best acting performances I've seen. That yeah, that pushed it over the top. Shoot. All those pro- but you notice something here. All those producer credits. Yep. Uh... I mean he was I mean I, again I, producer means a lot of things on those movies. I mean Well it means it means points. Yeah. He was executive producer on the aviator. Which made tons of money. He was producer, Red Riding Hood producer, hmm. executive producer on the Ides of March, producer on Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, oh yeah, that's gonna. The star and producer. Good lord. Oh, the Ides of March was George Clooney. Right? Yeah, and. Uh... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yep. Philip Seymour Hoffman might have been one of his last movies, right? Oh, DiCaprio, your number could be big. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm writing, I'm going to have a big number down here. Oh. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know... Oh, man, you can go a lot of ways with this thing. There's yes, a... you can. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not... It's still a big number, though. Okay. All right, I've got 125. You've got 200. I thought about that. I thought about that. He's raked. I know. I thought that was getting crazy, though. Think about it. If he got, like, three three points on something like the Aviator that Worldwide made, like, $600 million. That's Shit. a lot of money. That's not even including his acting. Shit. I don't know. I could be off. Daniel you know? Day-Lewis has 50. Yeah, but Daniel Day-Lewis has acted in about... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, that guy has 50. Leo could quadruple that. Yeah. that's right. That was kind of my thought. Let's find out. End the agony. Oh. Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio has a net worth of 
245 million. All right. Nailed it. I actually almost went 250, but then I'm like, that's getting a little out of control. But of course it's not. Wow. I was off by half. Asshole. Oof. It's good to be Leo. Well, you no won this one four to one. And now that he's got a uh, an Oscar. Oh, I know. His quote is through the roof. Uh, he's in the name your own price game right now. So, who are the three to five biggest movie stars right now? In the past... It would be helpful if I saw movies more often. Well, there's, but you you kind of know these yeah, people. Yeah, no, I know. That they've been around for a while. They've had enough big hits. In the past, you would have said somebody like Will Smith. Not anymore. I don't know if he's there anymore, right? Is Tom Cruise back? I don't know. I think he, he, went, he went too far past weird. Right? I know. I think DiCaprio's on the list. <clears throat> Well, he's at the top of it. Right. He's on whatever, five, three, two. Uh, it's not De-, De Niro. It's not Harrison Ford. It's uh, the guy from The Hangover, Brad- Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Clooney. Clooney's still there. Affleck. Uh, uh, Matt Damon is not yet. I don't think. Um, Affleck, Clooney, and DiCaprio. And I'm saying guys because I'm assuming the guys make more money than the women. So. Yeah, I mean, I would think. What about uh, what's this crazy? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh shit! Yep. <clears throat> I mean, are we talking like movie stars, like how they're painted, or are we talking about money? Uh, the whole package. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would run with those four that we came up with: DiCaprio, Robert Downey, Clooney, and possibly Affleck. No, I'm, I'm saying no Affleck. I'm gonna pull Affleck out of there. I'm gonna say Christian Bale. No, <laughs> crazy Christian Bale. What about, I mean, there's got to be a woman in there that's way up there. What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence has got to be up that future. Yeah, not yet. Meryl what Streep? About, what about Streep? No, no, too far past. Yep. Hmm. It's not Julia Roberts. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer Aniston, maybe? Movies? All right, well, this is a topic for a different day. Yeah, it totally is. But this is one we, we, we need to get some uh, other brains on this and get Timmer in here. Someone's got to talk about this. Yeah. Well, and we can we can always debate whether uh, the numbers that they're getting are, are fair. Oh, yeah. All right. Based I'm, on what we know. I'm going with uh, DiCaprio. Downey and Clooney. That's a good list. Yeah, I like that. I don't see someone cracking that. Bradley Cooper, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Not yet. I don't. I don't think he. Uh, 
He hasn't opened enough movies by himself. Yeah, that's true. It's coming, though. I mean, after yeah. his, his take in uh, American Sniper. Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Which he was really good at. That's awesome. So. All right, cool. well, let's, let's wrap it up, and we'll hopefully do this next week. I think yeah. uh, I will hopefully have tales of a, a winning three days in Vegas or two days in Vegas. I hope so. And, uh, uh, yeah, we need to uh, revisit some of these. We, we need to – I want to get a third person in on this game. Yeah, we need – yeah, I want someone else to feel the pain. We need a third wheel. I don't want to be the only one who's horrifically off on these, these numbers. It's uh, it's tricky. It is. All right. Your picks, you're pixelating. I know. Signing off. We'll uh, say slancha until next week. Sounds good, my man. There's a count team up to go with the wall of hurl stick in the shinty bowl to brick the brack the crack and all let's call it an Irish pub. Spread upon the holy book, the only crack you'll get is a slap in the air. Well, I'll be fucked, I'll often burst your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, I'll give me beer. Draw one more shot, I can't be free.